We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Bucks won a f***ing NBA championship. Yeah! What? What? He tries to take a pulse, baby. Watching that basketball game, like, caused health problems for me. Boogie hates racism and Chris Paul. And who cannot get on board with that platform? If I've learned a lot, this, I, I'm not going to say it. That sounds too good. That was good. Roll on. No, 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 no. The Bucks do win it all. Pat Connaughton's numbers should be in the rafters. Hey there. Welcome to the Eurostep Milwaukee Bucks podcast, probably a part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network and GSPN. My name is Ty Windish. I am joined as always by my elated co-host, Rohan Kadi. Rohan, we've got some Bucks news before we get to our main topic of this episode. I will just let you go into it right away because I know you bring the energy to start and this is a topic that brings you a lot of energy. So Rohan, why don't you let the people know if they missed it, how the Bucks filled their final main roster spot over the weekend. First of all, I think it's important to recognize that the Bucks did fill their 15th roster spot, which is something they haven't done in previous years. I, I believe the last two or three years they went into the went into the season without filling the 15th spot, filling it at the trade deadline or were with the signing. But going into going like opening the season, they did not have a 15th roster spot. They only had 14 guys. That is not the case this year. To all the haters, to all to all the naysayers, to all the Debbie Downers, to all the Adam McGee's of the world, Thanasis is back, everyone. He's back. He re-signed with the Milwaukee Bucks on a new contract. And you know what? I don't care. It's great. To everyone who hates it, I don't care what you think about it because it's amazing. Like, why do you not want to have fun in life? I don't understand why you don't want to have fun in life. Like, every... like. If 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 this is the worst signing in the NBA, if you are one of the people who one of the naysayers who thought, oh my God, why are you wasting a roster spot? I like championship contending teams don't do this. I want you to look at uh one of the uh two of the teams that made the finals last year. Uh two of the teams, the two teams that made the finals last year, the Miami Heat and the Denver Nuggets. They Miami Heat, everyone knows, has been saving has had a spot for Udonis Haslam for the last like 50 years, even though he's done nothing in 10. The the Denver Nuggets had Thomas Bryant, DeAndre Jordan, Reggie Jackson on their teams to do nothing. Every team has roster spots where you're just like, hey, we need a guy. We need a guy who's just pure vibes. We need a guy who's just like there to be a good guy in the locker room and everything. And you cannot get a better guy 
to do that for your team than Thanasis Antetokounmpo. And if you want to be one of those persons who hate, uh, who is upset about the signing, just say you don't like fun. Just say it. It's a, you're fine to admit it because you're 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 giving that point when you give that opinion. You just don't like fun. You don't like people enjoying their life, and you just hate everything that's good in the world. Just say that. Because everything is right in the world with the Nasus back in the Bucks. The Nasty is back. I hate fun and I am everything that's wrong with the world. No, in all honesty, and quickly, everyone misses the actual funniest rostered nugget. When you talk about Reggie Jackson or DeAndre Jordan, do you know who else was on the Nuggets all year last year and never gets mentioned for some reason? Who? Ish Smith. Oh my God. I was listening to Michael Malone low post, and he's like, I got to shout out to our vets, you know, DeAndre and Ish. Who's, and I was like, Ish Smith was – and you look, yeah, he was. Ish Smith got a ring. Ish Smith and played. It, it always happens without fail. Every team does this. Every yeah. team. Well, I will if say this. Want, if you want to complain about the Bucks doing it, you have to complain about every single team in the NBA doing it. I will say it's less egregious – because they did have the 15th spot because it turned out they were over the second apron anyway. I, I would have been more anti bringing back the Nasus if it would have cost one of the previously rostered 14 players, right? Because at that point, then you're looking at either not having a, an NBA deal for one of the rookies or, you know, not having a spot for AJ Green or Robin Lopez, who's your center depth, you know, or Beasley or Crowder, who are both like going to play. And it's like, okay, I don't want that, to take any of those spots away. Hand, I know, I know. But remember, the the last time we debated this, we thought it was. We thought it was going to be the second apron has to be ducked. They'll only have 14 spots. That is the position they'll be in next season when the second apron, you know, uh, penalties get worse. So I think we'll we'll revisit this conversation in uh, 11 months or whatever. But I look forward to this after Thanasis shines as the backup point guard on this team. Do you think he plays under a new coach? Yes. Absolutely. Over the Absolutely. over the 14 wings in front of him? See, here's the thing, though. Like, one of the things that's not been talked about, and, and myself included, because I currently did not talk about it, this guy's got skills. Like, this guy has actual NBA, like, skills and, like, his strengths. Like, there's this one clip that was floating around Twitter the other day that I, I was, uh, or I'm still calling it Twitter. I don't Is know. it the Nets series? Uh, yeah. That's yeah, fine. the Nets series. Yeah. And it's like game, game, what was it, game four, you're down 2-1. And it was like a couple, like there's like two possessions left in like the first half or something. Bud brings in his defensive ace to just wreak havoc. And you know what he does? He wreaks havoc and gets a block on the play. Yeah. Like if you bring him in in the correct circumstances with a role to do whatever he needs to, he'll get it done. There's like not many people on the planet who work as hard as him, who give as much energy as him. He has actual NBA skills. Like he's, he's a top percentile athlete. Like, yeah, we can't argue and, that. And you know who likes top percentile athletes? Adrian Griffin. Yeah. We've seen it like, with this with this team changing and the way they've been drafting. We, we've talked about this in the past. Like they're going to more like athleticism, more burst, more pop, more like defensive acumen. You already have a guy on that team on the team who does those things very, very well. And that's Thanasis. I think there's a pretty firm top nine, but we we will see. We will see. We'll get into it on this episode. Every, every, I'll say this. The thing about a new coaching staff is that everyone comes in on the same footing. Aside from like, you know, Giannis, Chris, Yeah. Yeah. Aside from like the top guys, all the rotation guys come in on the same footing. 
they all have to make a good impression. Yeah. I, and there's, there's, there's opportunities. If he ever gets the jumper, I mean, that's really, I mean, he can't be much more than a defensive specialist if he, if he does, especially at his follow rate. Um, if, if he doesn't get, if he, if he was in there with the Noah, the first Tedekumpro to get a true jumper, for whatever reason, none of the bros can seemingly figure it out. I mean, that would, then you're like, okay, yeah, maybe he can be the new Wes Matthews, honestly. But it wouldn't, I mean, maybe he'll play over the rookies because, I mean, Chris Livingston looked okay. Andre Jackson, uh, Thanos is better right now than Andre Jackson. That's going to piss off like 15% of listeners so bad. But after what we saw of Andre Jackson, I think that that's probably true. It's not saying a ton, but and maybe maybe it won't last long, but Andre did not have a good summer league performance. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really have any more TA thoughts. Um, it's fine. I think it's great. I, think I know it's you do. I think it's I'm happy. Thing. I'm really. I'm. It is broke on your birthday. Happy belated birthday, by the oh, way. And that you, was that was really nice for you. I was more happy for you than I was anything else about it. That's where I'm at on this move. <laughs> I appreciate that, and uh, I, I I'm choosing to believe he did that for me. Yeah, and all of our listeners, if you want to celebrate Rohan's birthday, send the podcast to someone. That's the yeah. best present Listen you can give Rohan. Listen to our AJ Green interview. Yeah, send the AJ, send the AJ Green interview all over. We're very excited to have done that. It's on YouTube and all the podcast platforms. Say, uh, I'm celebrating Rohan Cotty's birthday. Listen to this podcast. Subscribe. All the things he asked you to do. Subscribe, rate, review, tell a friend. Hit the notification bell. Go above and beyond for Rohan. He deserves nothing less. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, if, if you guys missed it, we did interview AJ yeah. Green last week, uh, last week, Thursday. And it was a great interview. We talked a lot about him and his new deal. The 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 Bucks coaching staff, just like his journey, a lot, a lot of fun stuff. So uh, it, it's a must listen for all Bucks fans. So if you if you did miss that, go back and listen. It's it's not time sensitive content. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's evergreen. You can go listen to it. You'll you'll love it. I promise. A cosign and um and thanks again to aj for for t- taking a lot of time like i think our interview was like what 50 minutes i mean aj yeah, was really like that a- <laughs> usually people are like yeah 20 minutes aj was like i don't got much going on today so whatever we're like okay sounds good we're gonna fire a lot of questions at you aj and and he answered all of them uh, you so, signed up for this yeah yeah but um and no no it was it was a great time he seemed to be he seemed to be having a good time yeah too, so it was uh it was great 100 okay let's get to the question this has been I was asked this on on the dying app Twitter. I don't know if you've seen this. Like, like four people see tweets now. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm just not popping anymore. I feel like the engagement there is not what it was. Usually, if I thought a Bucks thing, it was it, there was a lot of debate. But we'll do it here instead. Somebody asked me what I thought was a good question, which I hadn't really thought about directly. Is this Bucks team better on paper than last season? So we've compiled the opening day and the playoff rosters from last year's team, so we can debate. I'll, I'll I'll ruin it now. My take was no. They're probably actually a little bit worse, but not enough to matter. And I think before we get into why I say that, we probably need to define like what on paper means because a lot of people, most of the people who replied were like, what are you talking about? Chris Middleton barely played last season, this and that. It's like, well, that's not factored into on paper. They went into the season with Chris Middleton on the roster. Like that's what on paper literally means like the roster. And it's not like we thought Chris was going to be out all year going into last season or Ingles. Like I think on paper to me means the group that they had on the roster. So that's – I'm not going to factor in, and you know, the the 
the dark downside or the, the flip side of that that's a little dark is do we know Chris is going to play more this year? We hope. We don't know. I mean, that's why you can't factor that into on paper because going into a season because we don't know how much. Man, we, Ty, I, I really hope he does. I, ho- I hope so too. I think he will. But I'm just saying that's why you don't factor this stuff in to on paper. We don't know what the health of the 17 current Bucks is going to be like. That, uh, do you agree with me or am I off base? Because I feel like no, when I, I hear I on paper, you, yeah. I just think like, okay, the roster. Yeah, because that's what the the paper is 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 the piece of paper detailing the roster. Like if we if we like took the names of the Milwaukee Bucks and then just printed it out, that's that's the Bucks on paper. Yes, I mean duh, but like yeah, you, you understand yeah, what yeah. I'm trying to say. Like when you say I when I think we're in agreement when you say on paper, it's literally who's on the team. And you can I think you can factor in, of course, like where they're Coaching. like they're they're like what year it is for them, right? Like. Well, yeah, it's it's taking it's taking the player into account. Yeah, but just like, not assuming the their like, availability the or anything. Yeah, it's like not that. like oh, I'm not saying this is prime uh, prime J Crowder. Prime yeah, we, we don't have Crowder. as many as we used last year. Last year's prime team was crazy. This year, it's like oh, prime Robin Lopez. Okay, yeah, that's nice. That's good. <laughs> I was I was like, wait, which player do I say? Yeah, I know. <laughs> last year it's like wow, Wesley Matthews, Joe Engel, Joe Ingles, George Hill. We have a lot of options now. It's like Robin. George Hill's unsigned, right? Uh, I think so. We need to sign him so we can trade him. Uh, unless he can get a two-way exemption, I don't think it's happening. Stop. Yeah. Or or you give one of the two uh, the last remaining two-way to uh, to uh, one of the rookies. They're on four-year deals, so I, I don't think that's oh, going to re- fly. Oh, with they them. signed. I forgot about. Yeah. Them. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, that's well, not so. happening. <laughs> it's it's a it's a Monday morning. Yeah. <laughs> That's fine. If you can't tell. So, um, you, also, I guess I grabbed both the beginning of season and end of season roster. I think it makes more sense to compare the opening day rosters, but I'm open to do either or both um, for the sake of <laughs> for the sake of having something to talk about for long enough to call it a podcast at this point in the off season. And I think for the point of discussion, I mean, I think if you if you champion one or the other, that's fine. Um, you know, it's. I'm sure this group will look a little different by playoff time. Again, we won't know, but we can certainly compare all of them. So I think we can dive into specifically why I think and whatever you think um, in a minute. But first, just like before, because we sometimes, you know, we'll make a case and we'll dive into it. And one of us or the other one will be like, "Ah, actually, you're probably right about that. Before we dive in, which do you think they're better on paper now or worse on paper versus last season? I think they're a little better on paper. Oh, good, good. Thank God. Now we won't have a 15-minute podcast here. I do think they're a little better on paper, and we'll get into why. But I, obviously tell the people here. So I think they're a little worse. And I, I think – and I, I said this in my my tweet. I don't what, – what is the X? I don't even – are they renaming? It's a tweet, Todd. It's a tweet. I know, but I think I think it's supposed to be like a zeet no, or something. No, it's a tweet. A skeet? I don't know. no. <laughs> No, we're not skeeting all over the place. I mean, hey, that's what else is going on on X.com, man? I don't know. I don't know. You tell me. Um, It's a tweet. But I said in my original thought, I'll just say it's my thought now. Uh, Technically, I think they're posts. Threads added chrono or following feed, by the way. Wait, did they? Yeah, it's still it's it's still it's still algo though. It's not it's not chronological yet, but you can you can look at 
only your following posts, which is a big deal. Free ad for threads, apparently. I love the Zuck. But my my original point was, I want to be clear. I said Zuck. I want to be with a Z. Yeah, I, was I just say I saw Rohan's look. It like Zuck. Uh, and also, it was a joke. My original point to get all the way back was, I I, I don't think it's significant, like a significant change. Like I, I think so much of the roster is the same. The the core pieces are largely the same. And if we're talking about like the difference in ceiling between this and last year, and this was what I said originally, like having a healthier team and, you know, potentially a, a better offensive scheme means they'll probably they could look better, even if I don't think on paper they're better. So just to get through with this part, the top seven is the exact same, right? Like the core four, Giannis, Chris, Drew and Brooke, of course, Grayson, Pat and Bobby are still there. So that is the, and we'll just say that's the top seven for ease across. If you want to say Javon was in that group, whatever, no one cares. They they still got their same top seven players. So then you look at the next few guys, eight, nine, ten, and I just think that that group was best, better last season. So we're talking about Javon Carter, Joe Ingles, and Wesley Matthews. And now currently on the team, and again, if you want to argue about who can be included here, we can do that. But I slotted in Malik Beasley, Jay Crowder, Robin Lopez. If you want to say Marjan's ready, fine. We can slot in Marjan for one of them. It's it's we'll broke see. The, broke the scoring record at the crossover. Yeah, it had 82 points. 83? 83 points. He he was excited about it too. Good for good for Marjan. Um and of course Marjan was on the team last last season, but you know, we, we would certainly hope better Marjan this year. How much better we'll see. But I just feel like that three, which is basically, I mean, again, this is why I'm not saying they're, you know, they suck this year. They were way better last year. We're talking about deep bench pieces. But I, I just think, I think Javon is the best of that group. And then I like Ingles and Matthews versus the worst two out of Beasley, Crowder, Lopez. So I just think that deep bench is a little worse now. But, you know, there's more upside there with the rookies and Marjan hopefully actually playing an AJ green now a rostered player, of course, that um, I think it's going to be close, but I think those vets were, were pretty good last season when they were available. Were they though? Were they? I mean, Wes was one of their best players in the playoffs. Ingles was their, their point guard, which they don't have a backup point guard now. When he when I mean, Ingles, really wasn't their point guard in the playoffs. And not in the playoffs, in the regular season. In the regular yeah, season, that, he was very good. That, he shot well in the that, playoffs. That begs the question. What context are we talking about here? Are we talking regular season or are we talking playoffs? Well, I think we're just talking about best overall across both. Okay, so my point still stands in the sense that if you want to take into account the postseason, which we should, Yeah, obviously that's what matters for this team. It's championship or bust here. Uh, I'd say finals or bust. That's 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 a different yeah. They want to win. Different different conversation. Um, Maybe that's next week's topic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, If you like those those three guys, let's focus on those three guys: Javon Carter, Joe Ingles, Wes Matthews. I think Javon Carter is the most consequential consequential loss. For the Bucks this offseason. Yeah, and I think... Because it I, I, decimated their point guard depth. Yes. And they haven't recovered from it. And I think if to wanted, take it okay. further... Sorry, just real quick. I think my my take on it going in was that yes to that. And basically the most consequential flip 
was Javon for Malik Beasley. Yes. Yes, I think that's fair. When it, In regards to Joe Ingles and Wesley Matthews, I love Wes. It's fine. Wes was one of their best five players in the playoffs? In the playoffs, Six. yeah. In, in, in the two games he played, yeah. Well, uh, listen, I, I guess should we put Mike Budenholzer, Adrian Griffin on here? Because that is – That's what not, I'm saying. That's coaching not on Coaching his paper. That's I sure. mean, it is. He was hurt. Oh, yeah. that's that's. I thought he still didn't play as much as he could. No, he was he was hurt. No, I know, but I thought – I think he was available before he got in. As soon as he was available, he played. Okay. Never mind then. I'll take that one back. I'm yeah. thinking of but, 20, but 2020. Also, yes, you are thinking of 2020. Yeah. But also – we should factor in coaching into this decision because if you if you want to say like, hey, go to NBA.com slash stats, go to Milwaukee Bucks profile, one of the you'll, you'll get your roster. You also get the coaching staff if you want to print that out and keep that as your piece of paper. Should we say better on screen? Because like paper isn't a thing anymore. I mean, people still do have paper. I, know I, I actually don't have any on my desk, so it's not not making a very good point here. Piece of paper right here. Better on LED. Better on LED, but what about like OLED screens? It's still got an LED in there. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless, well, whatever. Uh, but we should factor in coaching into this as well. Yeah, uh, it's was, so amorphous, though. It is. It is amorphous. But here's the thing. I I, I actually made this. Uh, I made this point on the Green and Growing podcast, which I was on uh, last. Good plug. Week. Good plug. Uh, Shout out, shout out Sparky. Um. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The the coaching staff, like Sparky was trying to make the point that the Bucks can take a step back this season in regards to coaching. And I think that's uh that that lends itself well as a talking point for this conversation. And I, I agreed with him. I said, absolutely, the Bucs can take a step back in regards to coaching staff this offseason. Um, however, I don't think it's that much of a risk, considering that the blueprint is already there. 
like what Adrian Griffin's job with the Bucks is, is that he needs to just find the right like extra buttons to push because the blueprint of how to succeed with this team is already there. Like the, 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 the scheme has been out for the Bucks for ever, like in the five years that Bud was the head coach of this team. You know how to play like these and even not just like the scheme, the players know exactly what they need to do under Bud's scheme because they've been doing it for five years. Like you mentioned, this top seven, the the Giannis, Chris, Drew, Brooke, Grayson, Pat, Bobby, they they know like they know how to play together. They know how to play together. They know how to succeed while playing together. So if all else fails, they have something to fall back on. However, their only way to go in regards to coaching is up. Because like I said, they have these avenues that they can fall back on. They have these strategies that they can fall back on. What they can do is try new things that can make them better. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I don't agree because the new things could make them worse. That's true. That's true. But if they do make them worse, they do have something to fall back on in the grand scheme of things. So well, it's yeah, like, but it, it temporary it could temporarily make them worse, but overall, it's not going to make them. Worse. Well, I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't think you get the head coaching job of the Milwaukee Bucks and you come in with the mindset of, well, if my stuff isn't working, I'll just go back to the Bud stuff. I, I don't know if you can well, really. I'm not, I'm not. I'm not saying that's 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 true, and I'm not saying that is the mindset that Adrian. I hope it's not the mindset. Yeah. That, that Adrian Griffin has. It's true, though. To a certain extent. I, I do think the institutional knowledge of still having the top seven guys on the team there will help. Um, but I, I think I think the coaching can could make them notice – again, as much as any coaching can. But I think the coaching could be worse this season overall. I, I think it's possible. I, I don't think it it's is. likely. It is. It's absolutely possible. Yeah. So but I, I just, like, again, I don't think it's likely. So no, I, that's what I, I'm going to say. It's an upgrade for the Bucks on paper to have Adrian Griffin as the coach. I wouldn't go that far just because we've never seen him coach a game before. That's fair. I'm betting uh, on the other Outside side of Summer League. That's fine. Yeah. And Summer League doesn't count. I'm no. sorry. But... Uh, it definitely shouldn't be for, for this discussion if you want to prop up Adrian Griffin because those rotations and lineup decisions weren't ideal, but also at Summer League, it's who cares. Yeah. Still scarred by Nico Mannion. Yeah. Just, just him, just like what did he end up shooting like six percent from three or something? It might have been even less. That's so depressing. <laughs> That's Hope you land on your feet, Nico. Or, organizational point guard depth, baby. Um, yep. But the the overall point I was trying to make here is is getting back. Uh, I'm glad we touched on the coaching though. But yeah, uh, Javon Carter, Joe Ingles, Wesley Matthews. Like J- Javon Carter, we already talked about. That's a loss. That's a downgrade uh, in terms of the point guard depth on this team because obviously they still only have like 0.7 of a point guard on this team. Though. Yeah. Uh, again, Drew Holiday is not a, he's, I'm not counting him as like a full point guard because he's just not, he's still a valuable player. He's still a very good player. He's not a point guard. Uh, not a His full point best guard. Best playoffs guard. ever is playing next to Ray John Rondo. Yep, exactly. Like he, he's just, he's, he's, he's not, he's not a point guard. Uh, Wesley Matthews and Joe Ingles. Wes Matthews, we talked about, we kind of had him on ice the entire season and he still managed to get hurt. Yeah. Uh, to to only play limited minutes in the playoff. Joe Ingles, he can he can do all the regular fun season stuff that he wants in the playoffs. It's not gonna matter. And we saw that in the playoffs, it's not gonna matter. Uh best best wishes in Orlando. Yeah, but now you have to that, that's fine to just say those things in a vacuum, but now look at who you're comparing those guys to. It's Malik Beasley, Crowder, who was also of course on the the end of last season team. 
and Robin Lopez. So it's like, yes. are, are those guys better than, than that group? I, I don't know. Maybe they are. Maybe they are. I, I still think Crowder was pretty good. I know he was on one of those teams. But if you look at comparing to the, the start of season team, uh, I wouldn't be shocked if Crowder had a better year than Ingles or certainly not Wesley Matthews. Robin Lopez, I just think what he'll actually be able to contribute is so limited in scope. I mean, maybe we'll see. Maybe he'll get up more opportunities to play. I know when they signed him, we talked about, you know, could Brooke Lopez maybe get some real off days and, and let Robin start some of these games as like the, you know, token starter who still only plays like 16 minutes. I think that would, that would, in my opinion, greatly increase how I look at his role versus just, okay, you're going to play 15 minutes a night and never in the playoffs. We'll, we'll just see there. But I don't know. Where do you look at Crowder and, and Rollo? Rollo? How do you say it? Rollo. I, I think it's because of the Cleveland, the Cleveland show character. That's what I'm th- Rollo, never... I think, was a Cleveland show character. Rollo. 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 How do you look at those two guys, though, as compared to directly compared to Ingles and Matthews versus just highlighting, you know, Ingles and Matthews were up and down, we'll say, uh, generously last season. I say, I say, Crowder. I sounded like the the, the Looney Tunes. Game. <laughs> I say, and I say, I say, Foghorn Rohan. Yeah, <laughs> um, Jay Crowder has the potential to be an upgrade. I'll say that. Do I think he's going to be an upgrade? Actually, maybe. Maybe I do. I'm talking myself into Bossman now. That now that he's on a minimum, you're gonna give him it's a, peak NBA. It's peak NBA offseason. Will you give him sentence ca- sentence case at least back so the B is capital, but the rest is lowercase? I'll I'll give him normal sentence case. Yeah, back. yeah. Capital not all Bossman, Bossman. Yeah. yeah. Whenever he says Bossman, he just has to start the sentence like that, so he can capitalize the B at least. Uh, I think he has the potential to be an upgrade. Like we saw, he played really well in the regular season for the Bucks. Like he, he, I think he shot like above forty percent from three. Like he, he, he was that switchable defender that you want. He wanted, and then just, uh, just absolutely fell apart in the postseason. Uh, so it's like the that's kind of a wash then with Joe Ingles last year. So yeah, I mean, at I think least it's it's not a downgrade. Ingles played better in the postseason, but Crowder was way better in the regular season. Yeah. Then yeah. So if you're comparing uh, Jay Crowder's regular Actually, season to Joe Ingles' postseason, yeah, uh, Ingles yeah, had Jay a pretty Crowder good regular was, season. He did. But of course, the defense in the playoffs was pretty difficult to navigate. Yeah, it's fair. The defense in the regular season and the playoffs was very, very difficult. Yeah. And just like I, I had this sinking feeling all year, and we talked about this. I everyone knows I wasn't the biggest Joe Ingles fan. That it just wasn't going to translate, and it did. Yeah, now that's why he got a contract from a team that if they qualify for postseason play, the season is a win. So it doesn't really yes. matter if, if Ingles isn't great there. I don't think I Orlando. I cannot believe. Like, I'm happy for him. I cannot believe he played his way into a race. Yeah, I know. Too, too much for it to be a sign-and-trade to benefit the Bucks. That's how well he played. He played over the sign-and-trade threshold on his $6 million deal, which was already pretty decent. Um, shout out to, to when you see it when you see the guys who are going for minimum contracts nowadays and you see Joe Ingles made 11 like again very yeah. happy for Joe Ingles like, go him. get your money like yeah go get your it's, it, this is not a diss of Joe Ingles getting that contract I want that to be clear yeah but it's like it's crazy to think about right it is where you think like Jay Crowder uh, Jay Crowder Joe Ingles is getting uh 
11 mil a year and then Jay Crowder's getting the minimum. Yeah, and Beasley. Malik Beasley's getting the minimum. Yeah, I mean, all the Phoenix guys. Yeah. Eric Gordon, Yuda, Kato Bates, Jop, like all on vet men's. And Ingles is making more than all the other guys we just said combined. It's crazy. It is. Um, we should also circle – well, so I, I agree with you on Crowder. And my point pretty much all throughout has been – we're looking at a sample 10 times smaller than the regular season. And I don't think for his career, Crowder is a player who wilts in the postseason. I do think he just was a little unsure of his role, just didn't play well in a limited sample, but also had no opportunity to get rotate or his rhythm. Because again, he was playing nine minutes a game. And I, I'm, as I've said, I'm not saying he should have played more, but I am saying like his role in the team was somewhat in question because he was not a regular feature of the rotation because they had so many damn players on that roster. Whereas this year, I think there is a much cleaner top nine, as I mentioned, which the top seven from before, Malik Beasley, Jay Crowder, and certainly guys like Marjan will have an opportunity to play their way into that group. We just have to see camp and the regular season and everything else. But I do think there's a scenario where Crowder looks a lot better in the playoffs simply because he is able to play more and has more reps with the team and everything else. Uh, and maybe this, the new coaching staff will be better for him. I do think as soon as they made the decision to get rid of Bud, one of my thoughts that day was this opens up the Crowder reunion, makes it a lot cleaner because, of course, the coaching staff he clearly had some sort of issue with is no longer in Milwaukee. Um, and apparently he was not the only one who had some sort of issue uh, with the coaching staff. So we'll see. But I think it is logical to buy a Crowder bounce back. And again, he was quite good in the regular season. Uh, and he's not ancient, ancient. And he preserved a lot of miles on his body by sitting out from the, the Suns last season. So savvy decision there from boss man. What are you, it's kind of laid out for me what like best case Robin Lopez is. What do you expect from him? Uh, better than Myers Leonard. <laughs> that's, 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 I think he can that's do all it. You, that's all you, you need. You need to be better than Myers Leonard and Serge Ibaka away last year. Because yeah. that's, that's, the, that's the baseline. That's the back of bigs on the roster last season. Yes. And in that case, Robin Lopez is an upgrade. Although, if you compare it that way, yes, those guys were lower in the pecking order than Robin Lopez. But it's the same role, though. It's, it's the, the same, same role, role as, but, as of being a backup center. Well, yeah, but the importance is higher if there's less players ahead of you who you trust to play. Yeah, but again, that's that's all that is all up for debate because it's like again, some of these wings could take a step up, like Marjon, like AJ Green, they can take a massive yeah. step forward. The rookies, okay. Like the where Robin Lopez is situated in that pecking order right now should not be factored into consideration, like taken into consideration, because that pecking order is up for debate. Sure, it should be. It should be. Is he better than the role than the players that had that same role last season? And that is an unequivocal yes. I'll buy it. Let's have the Marjan conversation. So, Marjan's better than West last year. I so that's not so I had it slotted this way across. Then again, this is just I did not take a lot of time. I did not use any metrics. I just typed in the names in a rough order. I had him slotted against last year's Crowder and to close the season and George Hill to start the season. I think is, we're seeing we're seeing we're seeing a massive margin. So you think he's better than both of those guys? I do. I hope so. Did you see some of these again? He's not playing against like professional we're talking athletes. crossover now. Yeah, we're talking crossover. Okay. No, is, I did not. The, I did not. I'm not watching any he had, of these. I just watched the highlights. Okay. I'm not gonna Affair. Play. Okay. Uh, I'm not sitting there. I'm, it's in the NBA app, apparently. Oh, oh, that's right. Yeah. 
the crossover, the Drew League. The, the, they'll put in the anything. They'll put anything but the G League. Anything but the G League you can find on the NBA app. <laughs> They're gonna put like highlights of us playing pickup. <laughs> yeah, so, podcaster league. I guarantee there. If if there was a they they would definitely Nate Duncan posterized. <laughs> I'd love to do that. Yeah. <laughs> can you imagine postering Nate Duncan? Andy Bailey could do it. People people joke on Andy Bailey for the analytics. Dude is like six eight, and I played in college. Andy Bailey would give anybody buckets. That's like one of my favorite fun facts. Oh, uh, we're we're joining the podcaster league time. I'm not. You uh, can. No, we are. It's, yeah. it's us or nothing. Uh, you can take Jordan. Yeah, Jordan's coming too. It's okay. Fine. Well, we'll see. It's all of us or nothing. We got Newmark. We got our ace in the hole though. That's true. Uh, Dubak will give every anyone buckets. Uh, he'll tell anything. you too. Yeah, not, he'll t- not he'll just talk not too. just basketball. He'll 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 he'll, he'll show up for anything. Numak <laughs> is like KG in sports. It's like very very intense, very big and lanky. Like it's a good physical comp too. Yeah, <laughs> I'll stop talking before I get us all. They don't they don't uh, look similar, but yeah. No, no, absolutely <laughs> not. But <laughs> um, what was my point? Oh yeah, the the crossover. Uh, Marjan had like some highlights where he's like switching hands midair for a layup, and it's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, I oh, <laughs> okay. You're- and he had some of those in summer league too. It's like it's not like it's just a crossover. He had some very good summer league moments before he ta- tapered Which off. Is the, the, the crossover is summer league. Summer league. <laughs> it might be the crossover. <laughs> I well, I have to look at the raw. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say summer league still for now. Um, because nobody scored 83 in any summer league game, and there are some good players who showed up. So I, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's summer league. Um, I'll give it to you. I, I I hope so. I think and people might think that's a really low bar. Like George Hill, as much as people hated him coming in because of the playoffs, I think I actually had a pretty solid year for the Bucks. Was a pretty dependable. I mean, like that version of George Hill. Again, he of course gets older every year, but would be a nice backup point guard to have. Again, that quite honestly. Huh? Yeah. So do we all. Uh, It's not just George Hill who gets older. (laughs) No. It's unfortunately not. And then Crowder, again, was like bad playoffs, good regular season. Like if Marjan is better than those guys, that is a leap from him to being a real role player. And not just like a, you know, figuring it out guy, but like an actually good role player, I would say. If he's better than start of season George Hill, end of season Jay Crowder. So... I hope so, but again, it's like, I guess that's all we have. But we do have, like you said, the crossover game and some of the summer league games where he certainly does look a lot more comfortable and like he as can a, do a as lot a with slasher, the ball as a driver. Yeah, that's what I'm really, really intrigued by because like catch and shoot threes, like there's like there's you can slot anyone in that role, right? Like there's there's a lot of guys who can try and provide what he does. Yeah, if you just wanted to be a standstill catch and shoot um, guy. But just his ability that he's shown that he's developed. Like, because last season, like the first times we saw him, he would just travel every possession when he had the ball on his hand. Yeah. Now he looks comfortable, comfortable on drive. And again, like he's a very, very raw player. But now he looks more comfortable on drives and he looks like very decisive about where he gets to his spots and everything. And it's like, oh, I've never seen this from Marjan before. Like the leap, like I wouldn't say the leap because I hope there's another leap still coming. Because I have very, very high expectations for what Marjan can be as a player in the league. Maybe that's unfair, but the I first also see leap. the potential. Yeah, the first leap. The first leap might be coming this, and I think it is coming this year. 
He's his 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 Twitter handle is I'm coming. Like that first leap. He he is that first leap. He's coming. Nothing like typing in x.com. The first thing you see is I'm coming. Be here all week. Um I think that's fair. Hey, listen, that would be like that I, I wanted to say that that would be a good outcome. That would be like a plus like that that's good, I think. It's it shouldn't just be expected that Marjan is like a late stage George Hill or Jay Crowder because those guys are still good and they're good role players. And I think I do think this is like a, a more wider thing with the fan base. I think because the Bucks have been good for a while and guys have wanted to play with Giannis, I actually think the Bucks fans underrate some of these veterans who come in and play roles for the team because their roles are like pretty narrow on the Bucks and sometimes you know you miss 10, 10 more shots and it looks like you're a lot worse than you are. But, I mean, you watch some of these other teams, some of the, like their ninth, 10th guys, they're trotting out. They're not as good as late-stage Ingles or Wes or Hill. Like, I, I almost think we've had like an overabundance of these vets, and it's kind of caused people to get almost spoiled, like too adjusted to having these guys. It's going to be interesting, interesting to see this year, now that there aren't as many deep bench vets, how much difference that makes. Yeah, it's it's really going to be it's going to be really interesting to see, which is one of the reasons I'm really really excited for this season. Yeah, like there's just so many fun things to watch during the regular season, and it's not just going to be a straight okay. Let's just drive this into the playoffs. Let's see what happens. Do you think? Actually, I want to have one more conversation. We can then we can do the deep bench, and then and then I think we should probably wrap by talking about you know is the core four better or worse on paper. This season, because that's an important part of this conversation. But we, we kind of skipped over Malik Beasley and talking about like, like talking about him specifically and him versus Javon. And I think it is easy to just go, you know, oh, because there's no backup point guard, you know, they're worse. There's this big hole, which is fair to an extent. But Malik Beasley is a fascinating addition. I don't know if we've talked enough about what we really see from him. And maybe that's because everyone's answer is just shooting. That's what he's known for. And I, I don't know if I sent this to you, Rohan. I might have just put it in our GSPN Discord, which you can join at gspn.info. But he – so I asked him about the shooting game. I asked AJ Green about the shooting game Malik Beasley was like one away from beating to when we had our podcast with him. Like later that day or the next day or something. The next day. Malik Beasley it. did beat it. So he had 89. The record AJ Green thought was from Grayson Allen was 90. Malik does 91. Again, like two days. And a couple of takeaways from this one, clearly he's like in Milwaukee or working out yeah, with the like Bucks he's coaching just, he's staff. He's just been in Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, he's AJ just Green working. did say he said he's going to be in Milwaukee this week. So. Yeah, and it's it's seems way, like everyone's getting back. And it's way ahead of camp, which again I think is beginning of October this year, probably in some part because of FIBA World Cup and everything. So months early, and at least Malik Beasley, soon AJ AJ Green, probably some other guys are already here getting in work, which I think not, is... A, not Giannis or Thanasis, though. No, I mean, they're a little busy. A little busy right now yeah. with... Uh, By the way, another another piece of news that we saw about Giannis is that it's like the, the head coach of the Greek national team said, uh, don't know. He's going to try and see if he can play. We're yeah. See what happens. I can't... Uh, this is a, a paraphrase. Yeah. And I think he said, uh, I can't give a good answer right now. So that's the Giannis update. I think he's so not Whether gonna he's going to play in the... I, I think he's not going to play. play either. Yeah. I think they're already laying the seat groundwork for him not playing, and yeah. it's okay. Yeah, I, I, listen. I think the Gnosis is going to go in that new contract. He's going to put up. He's going to break. He's going to average Marjan's crossover record each game. Could you imagine? I can't imagine because I have faith in my boy. Yeah. I'm like some of y'all. 
Put him next to Tyler Dorsey. That's the dynamic duo. I want to see some Tyler Dorsey TA pick and rolls, baby. What was that two years ago? We were like, man, we need Tyler Dorsey on the Bucks. Now. I'm still there. No, not not now. We got Malik Beasley now, but he had a, he looks good over there. Uh, they should they should do this is a comp you'll love. TA and the Yoka Troll with Tyler Dorsey screening for him as Jamal Murray. Let's go. I love that. I, I it's just just for you. There's people unsubscribing by the dozen right now, but just for you, Rohan, that's all that matters to me at the end of the day. But Malik Beasley, like a a shooter, shooter, like one of the what like five biggest volume three point shooters in the league to also shoot a good percentage, has never shot as good a percentage I think as people think. But it's probably because he gets them up at such a clip that he gets that rep as a great shooter anyway. Kind of a, a gunner that the Bucks could use. Of course, there are other shooters on the roster, but. I mean, one of the best pure shooters we've gotten to see on this team probably since, what, like Forbes or, or Corver? I mean, that kind Corver, of a player. Yeah. But more on-ball juice, I think, than either of those two. Again, like that Timberwolves season, he scored like 20 a game over a half season on a bad team. Like that's not something Bryn Forbes or Kyle Corver was going to do. So a pretty interesting player, clearly pretty pumped about being a part of the Bucks, even though he had to take vet minimum. What do you expect from Malik Beasley this season? I expect him to be in competition for that wings, some of those wing rotation minutes. And that's it. I don't know if he's better than Grayson Allen. Yeah, there's a, that, that's know. a pervasive, oh, we don't need Grayson anymore. We have Malik Beasley. And I don't know if that's true. I don't think I don't it know is. If he's, I, I, don't I don't think, think it's it true is. either. I think Grayson has more juice. I think he has more skills that he showed last season. He's a better uh, defender. Better defender, better driver. Yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe not as good of a movement shooter. I, I got to uh, see Malik's I, offensive game, but I do think Grayson's better. I think he's bigger, too. I think, yeah, he is bigger. I think he's better. Bigger size matters when it comes to these sort of things, uh, as we'll talk about on X.com. X.com. <laughs> we're really overdoing this. Yeah. Well, but that's, it's, it's funny, though. That's Elon's <laughs> fault. That's not our fault. Yeah. Um, I just I, I don't think it's a guarantee that Malik Beasley is going to have like guaranteed rotation minutes. I don't think that's is that crazy to say? No, because I, again, it's whenever it's not crazy to say on anyone under Bobby Portis as we look at this roster because we have a top seven that is, I think, pendant. Like, I don't think Pat Cotton's losing his role. I just don't see it. And that's probably the one guy people the only, would pick up. The only up. way he loses his role is if he's traded. Or, or just is like really struggling. But we saw, I mean, he struggled all last regular season. In the games that mattered, he was there. And I don't think we're going to see that kind of slump from him again. So Giannis, Chris, Drew, Brooke, Grayson, Pat, Bobby. And I'm excited to watch Bobby and in, in Team USA. Now that he, he has not been traded, I don't think he's going to be traded before the season starts. Again, uh, as you mentioned, with everyone outside of like the core four, big opportunity for Bobby Portis to impress the new coaching staff, Maybe can change how he's how he's been perceived. I will say, probably a player we don't talk about enough. His defense hasn't really been an issue the last couple of postseasons. Can, can he make some offensive tweaks? Could Bobby Portis be a lot more valuable than we've been giving him should credit he, should for? Should he be in the Noah with the Noah instead he of should definitely, lethal shooter? He should definitely be with the Is Noah instead of shooter lethal shooter. Holding down Bobby Portis. Yes. Yeah. Literally, he's probably holding him down. Like, <laughs> at, okay, you got to shoot while I'm wrapped around your ankles now. Like, it's not helpful. <laughs> But lethal shooter, I can't move my arms. That doesn't matter. You should be able to shoot anyway. Like overcome. You should be able to shoot like you like a seal. Just like hit the ball. Yeah. <laughs> That's gonna be the next drill we saw. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <and running. laughs> 
<laughs> no arms doesn't matter. You're getting fouled. Put the ball up. Hit it with. You. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's intense enough to do it, it's Bobby Portis. He's like, he's like, okay, go check out this. But there, there is a big opportunity for Bobby. I think he's like with Team USA. It's going to be really interesting because he is going to be playing along. It's, it's going to be interesting to see what Steve Gerrard does with him. You know. Like yeah. it's 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 gonna be really interesting because it's like there are traditional centers. I mean, there's one traditional center on the roster, Walker Kessler and Jaron, and right? Jaron again. Jaron's not a tra- he plays next to Stephen Adams, but he's he's a lot closer than he's Bobby. a lot closer. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I I was gonna say like there's two, but I was like wait, Jaron doesn't even play the five. He, like yeah, like he does for a lot of minutes. Yeah, but he he's probably not, like, will coming into this center. season. I think Adams may still know. be out. Adams may still be out. Oh, that's true. That's yeah. true. That's true. And I think the but backup think is out Adams longer. Is yeah, probably. Yeah, uh, it's just going to be like uh, what Brandon Clark you're talking about. Yes, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah coming back from the Achilles tear. Um, but yeah, Jaron likes to play the four. Yeah, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. So it's like one traditional center on the roster in Walker Kessler. So I'm really interested to see what Bobby's role is because you're right. There is a like Bobby's always had a role on this team for the now year. Three that he's been on the team? Four? Uh, the first one was the championship, so this is going to be... This is your four? I think four, yeah. That's crazy. Uh, time is flying. Um, but yeah, yeah. it's 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 a, it's a, it's it's going to be interesting to see what kind of role he has because, like you mentioned, there is a big opportunity for him to have minutes. Even though he's always had a role, it's sort of fluctuated when it comes time for the postseason. So that's where we because he's always going to have a regular he's going to get his regular season minutes. He's a good he's a good scorer off the bench. He's always he's going to be in contention for sixth man of the year again. Um, deservedly so. I don't mean that as a slight. Um, yeah, it's a good thing. Yeah, it's a very good thing. Yeah. And it's just it's going to it's what matters is the postseason minutes, which we're unfortunately not going to see yeah. until next year. <laughs> Although I mean, if the if the shot yeah, looks a, if yeah. the shot looks a lot better all season, then I think you're going to feel pretty good about what he could do in the postseason. Considering now that they don't really try to play him at center anymore, defensively he's been fine. Like they they have him in a better role for him. Um, and I do think long term, like maybe the Bobby Giannis front court could work if you just switch how you look at them. Yeah, Giannis at the five, Bobby at the four. Yeah, I mean it's not it's not a great compliment to Giannis defensively, but I think it's more more doable if you play like that more often, um, which is not something Giannis is going to do for a lot of regular season minutes. But uh, I think certainly that that would be the way to go. Okay, uh, we can slot away your guy Thanasis. He's been on the roster all three times now, as of a couple of days but ago. I think it's an upgrade. You, you think he's think better he's gonna, now? I think he's going to be better. He's still in his prime. We can just move on. We've already talked a good deal about Thanasis. We can just still prime Thanasis still here. He's going to be in his prime the rest of his career. The rookies and AJ Green versus like prior Marjan, who was a rookie. So I think let, 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 can we just transit to property? Let's just cancel like Marjan and Chris Livingston. Let's call it a wash. I don't know. Yeah, it probably is a wash because Chris. I don't know if it is. Mar, last year, Marjan might be better. Maybe. I mean, he came in and traveled every possession. That was early, though. Like he had later some on, good, he actually. Yeah, he had some, some good, good games. Like you, there was a time where like this guy needs to be in the rotation. Yeah, even though he probably didn't, it was easy to say that watching him play. 
Yeah, but it's like, are we going to see that from Chris Livingston? I don't know. I let's let's for this for the sake of this, we can say, we can say it's a it's slightly worse and just move on. We'll, say we'll, we'll say it's a wash. Yeah. yeah. So Andre Jackson Jr. and AJ Green versus. On the end of season team, Myers, Leonard, and Goran, Goran Dragic. Up, upgrade. Yeah. Easy upgrade. Easy upgrade. And then on the other one, I guess, like... You just you have to do... Like, here, for one thing on that, for comparing Goran Dragic and Myers, Leonard last season, you literally have to not be a detriment, and you're an upgrade. Yeah, I mean, AJ is certainly like better. An, AJ is better than this guys. active detriment. And yeah, AJ Green brings a valuable skill to the team. Yeah, I mean AJ Green was pretty good. I mean he was a two way. We haven't pretty- gotten two ways yet, but he he was good in his minutes, which is why he's you know has a real NBA contract now. Yes, and it's just it's insane. Like those two, like I'll never get over this. Like Myers Leonard and Goran Dragic on the end of bench. I, I think just it's insane. Andre Jackson might be on that level year one. We'll just have to see. He might be, but it's like. It's still an upgrade in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think AJ can play, and he showed that as a rookie. And now he's going into year two when you see a lot of players get better. He's on the full deal, working out all summer. Um, so, yeah, I think that in that sense. Although, if you look at the opening day roster, this guy really didn't, never got a chance to play regularly. Jordan Wara looked kind of good in Indiana. Jordan Wara, I think, is on that level. I think we he were did. all just sick of him. But I think he can kind of play. He can, but it's like... To what end and on what team? And I know. It's just for the Bucks, it didn't matter. I know, but it's. I don't think it's like. A, oh, they're way better because they have AJ Green versus Jordan Wara. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, we got a play. But if we're in, comparing like last year's play playoff roster, yeah, it's yeah. an upgrade. That's fair. And then the two ways. So right now, Lindell Wigginton and Mari Moore versus a combination of AJ Green the whole year, and then Mamu Sandro Mamu Kalashvili. And Lindell, so not. I mean, Lindell's still it, there. It's, it's a Mar. It's a Mari Moore versus uh, AJ Mamu Green. slash AJ Green. Yeah, and I think that's probably a little worse. bit of a downgrade. Yeah, yeah well, we haven't seen much from Amari though. It's hard to exactly, know. exactly. But just based on like AJ Green, like you talked about, was a solid player. Yeah, for the Bucks, they probably could have used him in the postseason if he was eligible last season. Uh, but yeah, just it's it. it I think that's a little bit of a downgrade, but it doesn't really matter at the end of the day because those guys aren't going to be playoff eligible. True. Um, it, was, it was really funny to remind AJ Green that yeah. he is playoff eligible this I, year. I, I guess he, he's not. He's like, oh yeah, I forgot about. <laughs> I guess he hasn't. He hasn't been to informed. He's penciled in for playoff minutes yet. Uh, is what we learned. Or he's not. He's not focused on on that part, which is good. Uh, as fans, it's probably easy to do so. As a guy fighting for a rotation spot. Probably should be focused on every practice, much less every game, much less the playoffs. So good mindset from AJ Green. Uh, let's work kind of in reverse order. Will the will the non-core four returning seven, so Grayson, Pat, Bobby, be better or worse this year than last year? I think it probably a little better considering I'd say – Pat had a down year last year. Grayson was up and down last year. Bobby was all right, but trailed off. It wasn't their best seasons as Bucks, in my opinion. I, Grayson's but, I thought was very good. I think the other Grayson's two was good. The other the two, other two were, were were down years. I'd say. Yeah. I, I think so. I I think it's I think it's probably easier to project them to be better. Yeah. Who knows? I agree. I don't have many thoughts on this. I think I'm going to be very intrigued to see Pat's regular season. 
Because if it's bad again, then you start to get worried about an actual decline versus a bad season. But he's what in his early thirties? He's like thirty-one. I mean, I physically, I mean, you know, he's in great shape. He works out all the time. He's Giannis's workout guy. I would be surprised if he just went into he, physical. We decline. haven't seen we haven't seen those two in the gym in a while. I know. I mean, Giannis has a new workout, but uh, maybe Pat's more available than we thought. Just kidding, Pat. Come on the Eurostep, but. He's 30, by the way. Oh, he's only 30. Yeah. So I, I just think basketball players are good for a long what, – what is Crowder, 35? No shot, is he? I thought. Jay Crowder is 33. Okay. Why do I think everyone's old? I, I feel was like, like, what are you – I think this is Buck's Twitter pessimism. I feel like everyone's ancient if you ask Buck's Twitter. <laughs> No, I was like, there's no shot Jay Crowder's 35. I really thought he was. So, yeah, it's, it, everything's overblown. But, yeah, I think they'll probably be better. I, not, not way better. He's but. a fresh 30. He just turned 33 July 6th. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah, I didn't know it was B-Day recently. I forgot the age, I guess. Well, happy belated to Boss Man. Oh, Sentence case, good. Boss Man. Yeah, I don't but have much more to say. Yeah. I, it's again with those three. It's kind of a it's it's it, you hope for an upgrade, but also it's like probably going to say it's somewhat the same. Yeah, which is fine. That's all you need, honestly. You don't need those guys. I mean, you want Pat to play better all year, but you don't need like I, I mean another leap from Grayson would be great. I don't think it's happening. I wouldn't expect it, but like if he can just stay on the know. same level, he could. He could. He could. What what more could he realistically add? Passing savant. Sure. Backup point guard. I mean, maybe. No. 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 I'm glad I'm glad you didn't fight me much on that. I think a bigger topic that I want to talk about is the core four better on paper this year or last year. On paper, I'd say it's a wash. I'd say it's a wash. But if you want to take context into it, yeah. I'd say better. Um, I think it could be worse. It could be that's that's the caveat. Like it could Brooke, be worse. Brooke it could is be the swing. Demonstrably worse. I, I I don't know how many more legit second and DPOY seasons we're gonna see from Brooke Lopez. And again, I'm not saying he's going to be bad, but like he was literally like consensus the second best defensive player of the year last year. At how old is Brooke now? Brooke was 34 and now is 35, or is he that's is he 29? Am I just not close again? He's actually 19. Oh, yeah. He's uh, uh, just finished his rookie deal. He, he is 35. Okay. And so is Robin, of course. But um, oh, is that how that works? That is how that works. I, I just, expectation-wise, I don't think we should expect that. No, that's fair. That's fair. We shouldn't expect him it's, to be that guy. Especially. There's going to be a decline. Especially paired with working in new defensive principles. That probably yes. will not play to his strengths as much. Yeah, it's that's something that's really interesting to me. Yes, is that like AJ Green mentioned, he told us, yeah, things are going to be different defensively next year. Uh, and then it's like, okay, let's get not only Brooke back, which is an obvious, but let's bring in Robin. Yeah, very interesting. Well, I think so. I think we can we can guess there's still going to be some drop, right, or or other rotations that enable the center to sit back. Here's my thought. I think it's going to be zone. I think there is going to be some zone. And I think it's kind of dumb that we haven't seen zone previously. Because I think if you look at amazing zone defenders, 
Giannis should fall into that. Like Giannis's yeah. worst sin on defense is when he's tucked away on the corner, he kind of he'll lose his guy because he'll watch the ball. Like I think you design a zone where Giannis is somewhere in the middle and Brooke is behind him. And that could actually be a really, a really powerful defense that is really hard to beat. Especially I, I think a zone two, like you know, could that help like the Chris Middleton's? It's kind of just Chris at this point. Could that help Chris Middleton? I guess Malik Beasley, um, guys like that. You know, kind of get them off to the side a little bit, so it's harder to attack them. Possibly as well. I'm going to be really interested to see. The Bucks have run pretty very little zone, but I do think like, and this could just be totally unrelated. But um, AJ Green mentioning Miami as like a comp for all their different skill set wings and. And, you know, how they can all thrive in their own lanes, basically. You know, has that been talked about, you know, by the coaching staff among the team? Like, look at what Miami did. Like, a big part of Miami's success is they, they roll out that zone. And even with unconventional defensive lineups, they're able to defend at a high level because they just have a bunch of guys who work and, and know the defense and everything. I hope we see some zone. I would like to see it. I think Giannis could be an incredible zone. Do you remember when the Heat had Derek Jones Jr. and they put yeah. him at the front of the zone and it was like, oh my God, you can't pass around this guy because he's so long. Imagine that with Giannis. It's it's going to be insane. And I do, I do agree with you. I think there's going to be a lot more variations in defense, especially dabbling with some zone defenses, especially considering the fact that the Bucks are a lot faster than yeah. they were last season. And that's something where you have to you have to take into account. Is like, yeah, you're not going to play like heavy uh, uh, athleticism, heavy defense where you have to recover quickly in, in terms of like a zone defense. When your rotation is Jerry, uh, J- I'm combining so many, Wes Matthews. Jim I, thought, I thought you were saying geriatric. <laughs> I thought that's what you were I trying mean, to yeah. say. That's, that's basically what I'm trying to say. <laughs> yeah. Is like Those when, are you have these, when you have these Joe Wingles and geriatric and Wes Matthews, those are all one word. Uh, <laughs> that's mean uh, but yeah. it's like in terms of your speed on defense it's true because it's like yeah you can't ask joe ingles to go like hey by the way start in the corner recover to the wing immediately yeah like you can't you can't ask him to do that and by the way flash help inside and then go out and recover you can't ask that from joe ingles I mean, and bud, Wes Matthews. bud did ask him to guard donovan mitchell you can ask him a oh lot of things God. he might not be able to do it but you can ask <laughs> That's true. I'll never forget how I'll never forget how insane that was in real time. I was just like, this can't be this can't be the idea. This can't be it. It was was insane. Were we on a playback for that game? Uh, I have to imagine no, because I think the clip would be out there if we were. That's true. That's true. But I felt like no, that was a different Cavs game. Yeah. Uh, But it was just crazy. But that's like again with the new roster, it's easier to go with like more aggressive defenses, especially when your head coach is Adrian Griffin. Yeah. So it's going to be excited to see that um, and how guys like, you know, Malik Beasley, while not a great defender, you know, more younger, more athletic than some of those guys he's replacing. Does that make up for, you know, maybe he's a worse like positional defender than like, like Ingles who in space is not good, but is strong and can poke the ball out and all this stuff. You know, does the athleticism more than counter that? You know, if Marjan's in the rotation more, like, can you get out and run more? That I mean, they want to play an aggressive defense. Again, that's not really as worth it if you don't have transition weapons because, you know, oh, great, we got a steal. 
we're just going to go set up our half court offense anyway half the time because nobody except Giannis is fast. So it will be very interesting to see how this all plays out. It's 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 just it plays a lot into the Bucks like individual defenders as well. Yeah, like I'd say they upgraded in terms of individual defense with the like with the roster that they have. Like especially getting rid of like uh, Joe Ingles, like Wes Matthews, like losing Javon Hurts. I was gonna say defender. you lose point of attack defense. That's what's gonna have to be picked yeah. up. Somebody's here's, gonna here's, have to pick a, that up. Here's a fun stat. This is by Synergy Sports. Uh, do you want to know uh, where the Bucks ranked in terms of isolation defense last year? Point in terms of points per possession. Probably pretty low. Twenty eighth. Yeah. Twenty eighth in the league in isolation points per possession. Well, like, yeah, they just don't. They but, just don't have the defenders. Well, and, and then, in, in terms of like ice, if you want to talk about wing defense, like sure, Wesley Matthews is a good defender. Like barely played. Still, like, yeah, barely played, and your actual wings are getting cooked on defense. Yeah. Well, also, like you can play sk- all the good team defense you want. However, if you're putting Joe Ingles in an ISO situation, it's not going to go well. Well, and schematically, they just didn't. I mean, this was put on display in the Miami series, of course. Schematically, they didn't. They didn't help those guys very well all the time. I mean, if you know, if if you were if you're going to get cooked, you know, you probably have a center dropping. If it's a screen action, otherwise, the the Bucks didn't double right. Like they didn't they didn't go to zone. They they would let you get cooked more or less unless you were out of the game. So certainly with the age of those wings and of the roster in general, there were opportunities to cook more. We're, we're hoping Adrian Griffin minimizes those and makes it harder for opposing players to just get real comfortable going, oh yeah, I know I'm one switch away from, you know, whoever, Ingles or Chris coming back off injury or Grayson who held up pretty well, but still is not, you know, not a Jimmy Butler stopper, whoever it may be. We would certainly hope we see better adjustments be to that. Hopefully. Can you imagine if Grayson Allen just turns into like, by the way, I'm the new Javon Carter. Yeah, that'd be fun. You can't imagine? No. Oh. Um, I do wonder if that's Marjan's way into the rotation. Is he fast enough to guard guards? I don't know. Someone's going to have to off the bench. It probably is Marjan. Or maybe it's that's that's Ajax. Yeah. I think a lot of guys are going to get opportunities early. Like uh, we that, should have, we should have asked AJ what the what the Andre Jackson Jr. nickname is. Oh yeah, darn. Hey, I like Ajax. Although it's a cleaning product, isn't it? Oh, it is. How about Djax then? No, I don't like Djax because right. he doesn't go by it. Does he? I don't know. I don't know if he goes by anything. <laughs> he goes by something. Yeah, <laughs> he's got, he's got a name. <laughs> Like any nickname. Ajax is good. I think Ajax is good. Who cares if it's a cleaning product? Yeah. Because he's cleaning up on defense. Oh. Got it. Boom. Easy. I wish we did I'm nicknames doing... like like the 70s. Like what? It would be like five words. <laughs> Back in the day, nicknames were long. Were they? They called Charles – this is in the 70s. But they called Charles Barkley the round mound of rebound. That's just mean. <laughs> I know. They also called him Flying call Coke him... Machine, which is mean for a different what? reason. Yeah, they were wild, dude. I just, I just knew Sir Charles. That's it. Yeah. Well, they, you know, they cleaned it up a little bit in recent years. The <laughs> Sultan of Swing. That was a nickname. That was a baseball player. Oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, who are you calling the Sultan of Swing? The Chairman of the Boards. Oh, that's good. I think that's Moses. Yeah. 
Like, uh, like that's a long Greek freak Why is like Leonard? one of the loudest Apple nicknames, time. one of the longest nicknames now. It's two five letter words, and that's like a long. Everyone is just A D K D Braun. Like we don't have fun nicknames anymore. Baby faced assassin. Uh, yeah, do people really call him that though? I guess that sometimes? is his nickname. It was on the Hot Ones, which I watched. Oh, I haven't watched that yet. It was good. YouTube. It was fun. Uh, most, yeah. Mostly they call him Chef Curry or something. Yeah, like. that's true. Or just Steph. People just call him their names now. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, we should just probably call him Andre then, because that's his name. No, let's, uh, we should make a really long, unwieldy nickname. I remember I, I, I did this with the Herd one year. They had Siobhan Thompson, who is was a good rebounding center. And he went to George Mason, and I dubbed him the rebound station from George Mason. And they said it on the broadcast once. He That's didn't amazing. like it. He didn't like care for it. He didn't think it was good. I disagree, though, Siobhan. The rebound station from George Mason. See, that, that's, that's how good. it was back. And now it's just that's like good. They, would, they would call him ST. Okay, great. That's fair. We need to bring back fun nicknames. We yeah. need to bring back the Nick jerseys. Oh, yeah. See, that, that helps with the nicknames. The MLB ones are fire, although some of the guys do not have good nicknames. Yeah. That's it's okay. like when you have to come up with a nickname for everyone. It's like, yeah. what's, what's... It's a lot. Who's the... Does everyone on the Bucks... Can we think of a good nickname for him? Uh, Greek Freak. Cash Money. Uh, does Flash Drew? Mountain. What's Drew? The Drews. Oh. Drew. I think the Bucks account always calls him Drewski, which I hate. Yeah, it's really dumb. Yeah, they have a new social media manager now. So oh, do they? Yeah. Oh, we'll see if they still they stick with Drewski or not. I hope not. <laughs> I hope not either. The truth is okay. Kung Fu Drew. When they oh, I like I like Kung Fu Drew more. Oh, that's fun. Uh, is Grayson? Yeah, what's Grayson's nickname? Probably it's probably G- not good. Sending from his college days. G A. Let's call him G A. No, oh, we got like one. G A on the team. Yeah, finally we have a GA on the team. Pat? Planet Pat? Oh, yeah, Planet Pat. Javon was the bulldog. He's gone now, though. Yeah. Bobby DJ. has uh, Bobby has Bobby Buckets. Yeah, Bobby That's pretty Buckets. good. Or the mayor. The mayor of Milwaukee. Malik Beasley. I don't know if he has. Bees? I don't know. Yeah, and that's, that's, that's just there. Obviously, Jay Crowder has boss man. Uh, let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see if Beasley has one on Basketball Reference. It, what does Marjan have a nickname? Bo Clamps. I'm coming. You just put I'm coming. I'm jersey. <laughs> he would probably. Well, that's just that's his thing right now. Good for him. Uh, Malik's is and the he, mutant, according to Basketball Reference. Really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we'll go with bees. The bees knees. Robin. Ro- Rolo. 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 Um, he also I think I think his b-ball reference has a Simpsons reference because he has the sideshow Bob hair but I could be wrong no just wrong oh wait we have a list of players AJ Green Baby Bird a Baby Bird who like three three people use that the nasty yeah we don't know about the rookies yet that's gonna be a big one that's it we've gotten through everyone yeah the rookies and and the two ways I don't know if Lindell has a nickname Wigs I don't know give them hell Lindell Hey, there we go. <laughs> Lindell in a cell. That's what it's like to, to try and score on him. Oh, man. 
What do wait? Let's get back. Do we have anything else we need to talk about? I don't think Are so. We, Giannis and Chris. Oh, I mean, yeah. So Chris is so complicated because of the injury. I, I think, yeah, I think we can only talk about these two in the context of their injuries. Yeah. Because on the playoff roster last season, Chris is fine. He's actually better. Uh, yeah. In the regular season, obviously. Uh, Giannis, in the regular season, mostly okay. Dealing with the knee stuff as always. But then wrist injury, back injury in the postseason. Yeah. He had he had knee surgery. Um, hopefully, he's had, a, he's had a long off season to recover. Hopefully, those are upgrades. Yeah. I think it's realistic to expect they might not better. play the World Cup just because of recovery. Yeah, which I think is w- w- as much as I support Giannis playing in these, it would be a boon to the Bucks if he didn't play. In I'm this one. always, I'm always pro Giannis playing for the national team. Not this right after a knee scope. This might be the one to sit out. I mean, listen, I, save, I know save your legs for the Olympics. I know it may, I know it may make him want to play more, but like Jokic isn't even hurt, and he's taking this one off. Like I, I do think. As much as that may you know, make the, you... Yeah, you're seeding a role to Thanasis letting him shine. Sure. As much as it may be like, oh, it makes me want to play more because like, oh, that, that's one less team that's really in it. I think also it does kind of set a precedent though that like it's okay to not do everything. And I think Giannis did play right after they won. Uh, you know, I don't know how he feels no, about no, no, that now. No, he, didn't. he didn't? I don't think I don't think he did. I think oh, did they not make there. it? I didn't sit out, oh. I don't think. I don't think they were in it because that oh. was the Olympics, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I don't think they were in the Olympics. Really? I'm pretty sure he played that summer. I don't I think could be wrong. I, I don't think he played long. I could Furious be very wrong, Googling but I don't now. I don't I don't recall. Yeah, it's at the near the end of the pod, of course we're Googling stuff. Yeah. It, it always happens. Cause I, I don't remember I don't remember it. Because we would have been some like, reason, freaking I, out that he's playing on a knee injury. No, that's true. Yeah, I guess he didn't play. I really thought they were in it that year. So I thought he had no no time off that summer. But it looks like they did not make it. I think that was that was mostly Chris and Drew were like, oh my goodness, yeah. you went straight from the parade to the Olympics. Yeah. Okay, disregard so, on that then. But yeah, Yana, save your legs for the Olympics. It's okay. Yeah. And make up for it by coming on the Euro stuff. He's gotta have some time. Although now he's coach Giannis, maybe he'll be busy. That's fair. He'll be he'll probably be like on the coaching staff or something. <laughs> Showing Thanasis the pathway. He is. Did you see somebody got blocked by Giannis on Twitter? Wait, who? I don't who remember was? who it was, but it was like they were in they were in China for something. Oh my god. I'll I'll tell you who it was offline. And I know who it is. Quote tweeted Giannis and said yes. dropping off the Nasus to his new team and Giannis hit him with a block, which I thought was hilarious. It's deserved. I just I never would have imagined that Giannis or even whoever posed for him would have like seen it and and like you know, I when you're that big, I just imagine you don't see enough to block something like that unless it's like a very like blatant like scam or or you know hate speech or something like that. That's why it was funny to me, just like the fact that Giannis or someone close to Giannis saw it and blocked, I thought that was very, very funny. And yeah, super deserved. <laughs> very, very deserved. Uh, but yeah, Giannis and Chris, I think just better, maybe not on paper, but like in the co- taking in the context, I think, yes, better. So I think a lot of, to, to sort of wrap this we up. We skipped Drew, I think just the same. The same. 
I don't know. I have could no be, expectations. Could be better if they got. I, I think could be better if they get him off the ball a little more. But it's too unknown. We can it's, say roughly the same. He's played a lot. He's good. Available. Yes, and I think that's fair. Uh, but just sort of like wrap this up a little bit. I think we've said upgrade more than downgrade. I suppose. Which means that the team is better time. I think I'll give it to you. I, I it's I think my biggest reservation is I still think Javon is better than anyone they have now below seven. And I do think like that one spot is so important. But he never is it so now here's here's the but, thing. Is it so important? Because yes. we didn't see Javon a ton in the post. That's well that that's what I was just going to say. Is as much as I believed he didn't show I mean I think the spot is undoubtedly important because imagine how different both of the last two postseasons are if Javon looks like regular season Javon and is able to play the whole time. He played pretty well against Boston, just didn't get the opportunity, but was not very good against Miami. That would have made a huge difference. I mean, they were scrambling for guys to play good rotational minutes and actually contribute and really not finding it. So as much as I believe in Javon, I think he's a very good player. It really was two playoffs in a row where either because of the coaching staff or just how he played – he wasn't able to make that same impact. And I, I do think that that me admitting that, I'll, I'll give it to you that they're better now on paper going into the season. Because as much as I like Javon, you know, and regular season, he was quite good and he filled a need. He was not able to make a difference in the playoffs two years in a row. So again, one, maybe not his fault, but Miami, he got a chance, just really didn't hit shots, didn't, didn't make big splash plays. So I think you look at everything else, you look at, we should expect... I'll just, I'll just say Giannis roughly the same because he played most of the games. But I think Chris, even just going into the year, we know that he is healthy going into the season and we knew he wasn't going into last season. So even ignoring like how many games, everything else, I think he should look better. Um, and I think you did get younger. There's still – it's a lot of like this guy should be better. You know, we expect this to be better. Of course, you can never truly know. I don't think they made a ton of like clear and obvious upgrades – but I think you look at the pieces and how they should coalesce. I will give it to you. They should be better this season. They should be healthier. But again, I'm not going to focus much on that. That was my whole point. But they should be more spry, more athletic, even outside of health, which should lend itself to a better showing. And just like more sustainable. As you said, we all kind of knew like Ingles, like it's not sustainable. Like if Malik Beasley's playing well, maybe that is sustainable. Or Crowder or Marjon, certainly. We, we would hope that's going to be sustainable and scalable over the years in a way that like Ingles and Wes Matthews was just not going to be. So, sure. Optimists can win. Hey, we take that. We take optimism here on the Euro stuff. I, it's, am, I, am I the optimistic one? No, that, that's why I think it's funny that I was the one who was like defending the takes at their worst because I feel like I'm pretty Bucks optimistic most of the time. Yeah, I'd say I'd say we're a pretty optimistic podcast. Yeah, we it's are. Like, we are the optimistic Bucks Eurostep Podcast <laughs> Network podcast. That's for sure. Uh, it's a low bar. Yeah. Uh, no, no, Adam and Jordan are amazing. Uh, they do they do great stuff. They yeah, they have other optimism. They have to they have to send their optimism to the other teams. That's why they have to use it up on the Brewers yes. and, and Packers on cruising and talking the tundra, cruising for a bruising and talking the tundra. MLB trade deadline is what tomorrow. Or is it August 3rd? It's, it's something. It's, this it's coming week. up. It's coming up. It is coming up. The Brewers make, and make, make one move. Uh, they, they did a podcast on that. Maybe, Santana. Maybe Eloy Jimenez all the way. 
I'm we'll speaking see. It into, speaking it into existence. I'll tell you. I'll tell you who I want to see play for the Milwaukee Brewers in 2023. Shohei Otani, Jackson Churio, just had a historic month of July. Why not? The the Discord the Discord baseball guys who know more than me, they're like uh, it's like uh, the like the oracles, you know, like in ancient Greece. Like you come and they 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 just I don't always know what they're talking about, but I impart some wisdom from it. They they're saying it could happen later this year. If that's the outfield upgrade, I'm on board. I, I, the month he just had, Churio, when they changed the ball. Yelich to a DH roll? No, I think you move Weimer to a bench roll. Oh, okay. Because he's, he's – I don't know if he's hitting his weight. He's kind of lanky, so maybe he is, but it's close. <laughs> he's a big dude, so it's, it's, it's easier to hit your weight. Yeah. Well, harder. Oh, that's true. Yeah. In baseball, yeah. This is why I'm not on cruise. <laughs> this, is, this is why you should listen to Adam and Andrew. If they make a show, hey, trade Rohan, you can go on. You should go oh, on. Oh, yeah. Uh, as the as the resident Asian expert. That's uh, not uh, just because you're excited about him is what I meant. But sure. Wow. <laughs> that wasn't meant to be a gotcha. That was me saying that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was me. Not, not, nothing I was like, that is it. not where I was coming from at all. <laughs> Not, not you say that. That's me cancel saying tie. that. Not you. Log no, on to x.com and cancel tie. Oh man, I don't. I don't know if you can get canceled on x.com. I think it's pretty impossible now. I think. I think I actually. I would. I would get like a check in the mail if I was. I think that's how it works yeah, now over there. You would. Yeah. You get it to your whatever account, your Stripe account. Or yeah. Free verification, which is a a, a negative value now. <laughs> crazy. It's yeah. crazy. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think we're all wrapped up here. Make sure you uh, listen to Cruising for a Bruise and Talk of the Tundra. Make time for this. Like all of those links are at gspn.info. And again, like we mentioned up top, check out our interview with AJ Green. It was a great time. Uh, make sure you listen to that. A lot of good Bucks info in there. Um, so yeah, make sure you check that out if you haven't already. Uh, subscribe. Uh, what whether you're listening on your podcast platform of choice, where you should leave a five star rating and review. Or on YouTube, make sure you leave a like, engage in the comment section, you know, all that fun stuff. If you want more engagement, check out the Discord, the GSPN Discord. That link is also at gspn.info. Just anything you want GSPN related, that's at gspn.info. But uh, yeah, thank you for listening. Pod Random, and we will talk to you next time. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.